Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back with another episode of Top Tier Tactics, where we have your starts and sits for the second week of the NFL period. Bud, how are you? I'm ready to go. Week two. Let's get it. Let's get it. Of course, we have your injury report, your studs of the week, your busts of the week, and your star is born. We're going to start it. NFL headlines. Okay, so let's start it off with some good news. John Brown is a full participant in practice. I really am glad to hear him practicing. He had a great last week of the first week, and now we expect him to have another big one. Yeah, good matchup. Brown's healthy. It's good for that offense. Now, Amari Cooper and Corey Davis both got limited tags today. I'm not really concerned about either of them. Uh, I think they're both going to play. It's just something to watch. Now, Henry Ruggs, A.J. Brown, speaking of, and Jamison Crowder both did not practice. A.J. Brown is a is a concern, a big concern. Yes, that is a concern. Um, Jamison Crowder is even bigger concern. I mean, they have no one on that offense. Yes. Jamison Crowder is the guy who's going to work through that. Sam Darnold, that's his only target. They do have Herndon, which will give a couple options, but that's that would be a big loss. Exactly. Now, this would have been a great matchup for Jamison Crowder because not only were the Niners' defense gashed last week, but they have two injured cornerbacks. Richard Sherman yeah. went on the IR, and now Akilah Witherspoon, as I believe in concussion protocol, A.J. Brown has a knee bruise injury. Those are immensely painful and difficult to, to work through. So I personally do not expect him to play. Henry Ruggs did not practice. I think personally that was a, uh, a precautionary thing. Yeah, I think they're trying to be safe with, uh, with the rookie, the explosive rookie, and not try to push him too much. Uh, I see him playing. Yes. Now, Jameson Con- uh, James Conner. I almost called him James. <laughs> now, James Conner practiced in full. I think this is one good news for him, but this is a disappointment for a lot of people that spent I'm, their waiver claim. I'm sad. Are uh, you? And this is this is why. Benny Snell can play. Let's I, let's start with he that. He looked good. He looked good when he played. Yes, he fumbled, but I mean, when you ha- when you have some sort of production like that, 18 carries, 103 yards, roughly. Uh, you want to see more and. and I'm hoping they don't give everything James Conner. I think they'll bring him in slowly, which is a good sign. So I want to see some more Benny Snell. Yeah, I think that I think this went from a 70-30 to James Conner to a 60-40 to even a 55-45 to James Conner's side. He, he definitely took a hit massively in his fantasy value. Benny Snell shot up like a cannon. I don't know if I want to flex him, though. Benny Snell? Yes. If Conner's playing... It's a wait and see. I'm I'm not starting Snell. Now I, I I don't feel comfortable that I should have better options to be able to play. You could you could be ballsy and start him knowing James Conner is inevitably inevitably going to get hurt. Yeah, which is an actual pro, it's a feasible strategy. Uh, I just wouldn't be able to do it. No, I'm I don't think it's a smart strategy. Really? to do. I I think it's you're you're taking a, you're taking a risk. You're taking a big you're risk. You're taking a it, big it could risk. Reward, yeah. it, it could possibility. Now, now the Chargers center Mike Pouncey, he is out for the year with Oof. another surgery. Now I do want to point out he only played five games last year, so it, it really isn't the biggest deal. We definitely saw Eckler have his massive breakout year last year, technically. 
Mike Pouncey was not there for it. Yeah, but I do think we need to factor in Philip Rivers was there, a quarterback that has been in the year as a veteran quarterback that understands schemes and understands what the offensive line needs to do. Center controls everything. So I think it is a certain deal. Like it's not going to be a massive issue because, but I do think it's more of an issue because they have Tyrod Taylor than anyone else. So what you're saying is this doesn't destroy Eckler's fantasy stock, but you're definitely going to have to. It's a concern. Yeah. It's a watch and wait and Mm -hmm. see and a little bit of a concern for me. Okay. That sounds fair. Now, Cortland Sutton, he got the questionable tag. No, you don't. You don't think he's. Gonna I don't play? think he's going to play. I, I don't see it. That's fair. We definitely saw a lot from Drew Locke, and he looked pretty good. Yeah, he looked good. I, I liked what I saw of him. He needs a much better deep ball, but he is the second rounder, rookie or second year sophomore yeah. now. So Mike Evans should be good to go, while Godwin is still in concussion protocol. I mean, if Godwin's not playing and Evans is, is the only guy there, he's going to get a good amount of work. And exactly. that's a, obviously he's a must-start anyways, but it's got to feel good for the Evans owners. Yes. Now, now I don't want to speculate and mm-hmm. spread rumors, but there was a doctor that wrote out an article and said that Godwin will be out multiple weeks due to the severity of the head injury. Did this doctor look at him? Uh, that I don't know. This was just, you know, okay. through the grapevine of articles that you read and the, see. The rumors. Yes. But basically, this is a glorified rumor. But uh, should, w- w- does that concern you or are you basically uh, a non-believer? If you didn't see him, I'm a non-believer. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, like, how are you going to judge that? Did you do actually do any testing or are you just speculating? Yeah, and I he- think a lot of things are speculation right now. So I'm not putting too much stock in it, but I'll keep it in the back of my mind. Cool. Now, Greg Roman, the Ravens offensive coordinator, says running back roles are going to be different every week. I don't know what to take of that. I do. They're just going to mix it up. It's going to be a running back by committee, and I think we kind of saw it early with Mark Ingram really not getting that much work, and and the goal line was uh, the rookie. So it should be interesting. I don't feel comfortable starting any of them. Are you going to? No. If if I have any of them and I have a better option, I'm – uh, I'm going to wait and see. And, and if you have J.K. Dobbins, you can, you can risk it if you want to. I'm not taking that risk in week two. Yes. Now, it, you are probably in a situation where you have to force a start on Mark Ingram because you, you, you spent a hefty amount of draft capital. Most on likely you did, yeah. In the late third, early fourth to mid fourth round. So it, it's definitely difficult to just say, oh, don't start him and replace him with another option. You probably don't have a better option. Yeah. Mo- I hope you drafted well, so you have a different option. Um, but I don't feel comfortable starting Mark Ingram at all, and I would really rather have a wide receiver in my flex if possible. Anything to at this point. But they are going against Houston. Houston yeah. had a, a, an exploitable defense. We yeah. saw uh, Claire Edwards, Ceh, kind of decimate them and embarrass them in a way on a Thursday night. Yeah, I mean the defense is not great. I just don't know what the role is actually going to be. Is he going to get a massive amount of carries? Is he only going to get 10 touches in the game? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm assuming he's going to get about 15 touches. If he gets 15 touches, he'll be a flex spot for you. I do think J.K. Dobbins is going to still stay in that role that they showed week one is he's going to get goal line. So take away the touchdowns from Mark Ingram. That's it's not a good look. It is not. Now, there's still a Gus Edwards that you have to worry about. So that is not a two-headed monster. It is a three-headed monster. But it's not only a three-headed monster. It is a four-headed, four-headed monster. monster because Lamar Justice Jackson. Hill. 
You also have Justice Hill that you can do. get catch the ball out of the backfield. But yeah, Lamar Jackson is going to get rushing yards like he always does. Exactly. So you 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 there's just so much. It's not even a committee anymore. It is a community. So let's just hop in to the games of the week now. So let's start it off with Jacksonville versus the Tennessee Titans. Both of them won their first game of the season. Congratulations to Jacksonville. Uh, but I, I definitely do see the Titans sweeping the series. Yeah, I, the Titans, the Jaguars have only won against the Titans at the Titans. I think it was four times, four or five times since they've been around. They've been around for or six games, actually. The Jaguars are, are going to lose this game. Yes. And I don't feel comfortable starting anyone. DJ Chark, you can, as a flex, because they are going to be down. Other than that, I'm not I'm not touching anyone on the Jaguars. Now, I would put James Robinson in the flex spot. I wouldn't I, mind that. I could see the argument. He's probably going to get about 16 touches like he did last game. And uh, if they're just going to, if he's getting every single touch, I mean, you want the volume. So I can, I can definitely understand it and see that. That Titans defense is no slouch against the run either. But... I, I see the point for yes, sure. Yes, no, no a problem there. Now, on the Tennessee Titans side, we do have a injured A.J. Brown, like yeah. we discussed earlier, and we have a potentially injured Corey Davis. Now, I would personally start both of them if they both played, but, I mean, if one of them is missing, then the other one is a must-start. Yes. So, I mean, I think we are going to see A.J. Brown not play, and Corey Davis is going to be the start. Derrick Henry's obviously a start. I think we all know that. Um those are the only two guys that I have there. Fair enough. Now, on the Panthers' side to against the Buccaneers, this is going to be a good game because, uh, I mean, the, the Panthers and the Buccaneers always play each other tough, and they have amazing fronts where McCaffrey has not done anything against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers both times they played last year. The the, the Buccaneers' run defense has been pretty good. It's pretty Let, good. Let's, let's, let's give it that. Panthers' defense looked horrendous. They looked absolutely horrendous against the Oakland Raiders. Maybe or the, the Oakland Las Raiders. Vegas, the Las, Las Vegas Raiders. I'm right. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Come on, that's your team. Yes, by I, the way. I know. I'm so sorry. It's just flashbacks. Flashbacks. Maybe, shows. maybe the Panthers just elevated, or <sighs> the Las Vegas Raiders elevated. I mean, the offensive line. If you look at that tape, the Las Vegas Raiders nice offensive line. I mean, pushed them back on a regular basis. They ran all over the Panthers. Are we going to see it against again with the Buccaneers? I don't know, but I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Ooh, actually, I'm going to go the opposite. I okay, think it's going to be a lower-scoring. What, what, what's the over and under for you? Okay, so over um, 45. Is that low-scoring technically? I don't think that's low-scoring. That's not. That's not because that's that's like 25 to 20. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a right. decent. That's, that's a decent, decent amount. Okay, so I'll go. I'll go 35 then. Okay, I'll, I'll go over 40 then. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I mean, of course, McCaffrey, he's getting the must start. Yeah. Ronald Jones, you're putting him in your flex. Mike Evans, you're starting. Godwin, you're starting if he's playing. Uh, let's see, DJ Moore, you're starting. Yeah. Uh, other than Robbie Anderson, you can you, you can justify it. You can justify a flex spot. Yeah, you can uh, def- justify it. Definitely like see it. that. Uh, now let's go into the Broncos and the Steelers. Uh, Benny Snell, if James Conner's not playing, is an RB one. If James Conner's playing, uh, they're both flexes in my opinion. Uh, Wide receiver-wise, Juju must start. Other than that, I would not be comfortable starting any other receiver on the Steelers, the Broncos. Uh, Cortland Sutton, I'm going to go, is no. So, Jerry Judy. I could I could see it, but I think they're going to use the tight end a little bit more. I think they're going to use Noah Fant, which they did a little bit in the first game. He looked I, good. He, he did look good, and he's a very talented tight end. And the second year is definitely going to help him. I think the third year will be an even bigger jump. Um, but... Noah Fant is the guy I would rather start than Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy looks 
in his route running so crisp. He looked crisp. It, it he just, did have it, a couple drops. He did, but his yeah. route he, and and that was an issue at Alabama. Let's let's not get that twisted. He did have some drops there, but his feet and his route running are second to none. It, he's going to be very good in the NFL for a very long time. Let's go. Now the Rams and the Eagles. This is an interesting game because yeah. uh Malcolm Brown, of course, we're going to put him in the RB2. Is that a stretch RB2? No, I think I feel comfortable at an fair? RB2, okay. maybe a high RB2. Okay, now Cooper Cup, Robert Woods must start. Tyler Higby, I would definitely start him. Now, on the Eagles side, this is where it gets fun because uh, Miles Sanders, I believe, practiced in full, so he is going to be a full swing. Put him in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Carson I mean, Wentz, he is not streamable. Uh, any other receiver? No. Jalen Rieger caught one pass for 55 yards. I don't want. I don't nothing. want any of the wide receivers. Uh, whoever the wide receiver one is going to be on that team is going to go against Ramsey, and uh, it's, you it's, want that. it's not. It's not going to go well. So Miles Sanders is my start there. Uh, obviously, Ertz and Goddard. They're they're both startable. Startable. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely Ertz. I feel more comfortable with Ertz than I do. Yes. Um, especially with that Rams linebacking core that got kind of took it apart. Uh, Oakland did. Raiders got Littleton. So, I mean, they are going to have issues against tight ends this year, and I think it's a great mashup for them. I just want to point out it's the Las Vegas Raiders, not the Oakland Raiders. You I'm going to keep saying Oakland Raiders over and, and over what? again. They're not in Oakland anymore. You don't have a team Let's anymore. Let's talk about your garbage Niners then. No, because I want to point out that the Eagles allowed eight sacks against the Washington football team last week, and it's, now they're going against Aaron Donald. Oh, he's going to be eat. a great defensive start. It's a buffet. Oh boy! Now, now, now we can go to the Niners. Niners <laughs> against the Jets. So this is a. I don't. It's not a must win for the Niners, but it's, it's a must. I th- win for it's the a must win. It's for a the must Niners. win for the it's Niners. Hundred percent. So, so uh, I want to say Brandon Ayuk is a must start. Is he? Can I? Can I do a little? Hit, hit. I'm, I'm hit it. A star is born. So Brandon Ayuk, I mean, he was absolutely murdering it in training camp. I know, of course, training camp is just all talk at this point, but he was by far and wide the best receiver in training camp. And they have... <laughs> I have a question. Let's hear it. I have a question. Did you have any other wide receivers at the camp? Exactly. That brings <laughs> up to my second and next point is they have a nobody at this point. Demo Samuel was the next best, and he's not there. And now you, we have the Niners signed Sanu, but I definitely do not expect him to make an impact this game if he even plays against the Jets. So, therefore, George Kittle and Ayuk will be their only two offensive weapons. From the receiving core. Usually when a rookie has been hurt and hasn't played a game and it comes back in, just just like Ayuk on a team, you're not going to start him, right? You want to see what happens. Yes. The Jets' defense is horrendous. Correct. The Niners' wide receiving core is horrendous. Let's be fact here. The only person that I would feel comfortable with, George Kittle, obviously, tight end, Um, Ayuk. That's it. I'm not even starting Sanu. Like, even Sanu coming in there... You might be able to start him as a flex with he's if if Ayuk was hurt. He's interesting, but they have no one there. And exactly. Bourne had his opportunity: five targets, thirty-four yards. Really didn't do anything. He he was a, a massive disappointment yeah. in a couple of leagues. I definitely thought about putting him in. I was very glad I did not. But Brandon Ayuk, I would definitely and comfortably put him in my spot, and I probably will because I have AJ Green 
I mean, not AJ Green, sorry, AJ Brown in that spot as well. So I would definitely flip flop them and not feel bad whatsoever. Now, the Bills versus the Dolphins. That is a, a divisional game, but I definitely see the Bills running away with this one. I see Josh Allen being a great start. Now, Devin Singletary to Zach Moss. That is what the people want to know. Devin Singletary. I'm, you know, I, I'm just saying. Devin Singletary is my pick. 100% is my pick. Uh, I'm not going to risk Zach Moss. Um, I understand that he might get some goal line touches, but I need to see more from him before I can start him. Exactly. But uh, you need to see more to see Zach Moss in. But if him playing more snaps than the second year shows that he's probably better than Devin Singletary. So, so you're I, starting Zach Moss instead of Devin Singletary. If I had the option to pick either one, I would pick Zach Moss. He was in in the red zone. He caught the red zone pass for a touchdown. He had uh, more rushing yards. And uh, I, I, I'm I, not willing to throw away Devin Singletary just yet, but it, I, I can't start him. Okay. John Brown, he was a full 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 go yeah. and participant, so I, he's definitely a must start. I think they'll lean on the run a little bit more this game. Dolphins defense, their corners are very good. It didn't look like that in the week one, knocking off a little rust. I think week two, they might collapse a little bit and hold those wide receivers to nothing crazy, but I do think they're going to run the ball a good amount because they're going to be up. Yes. Now, of course, the Dolphins, they do have Xavier Howard. They now have Byron Jones that they just signed. And then they invested a first-round uh, first pick on a cornerback. So you would think they have a great secondary. So, I mean, I don't think this is going to be an absolute walk in the park. Yeah. Of course, uh, you know, Stefan Diggs, he's a must-start at this point. Uh, uh, other than that, Josh Allen, of course, like I said, he is a must-start. But uh, the Vikings, so before we move on, anybody on the Dolphins you want to talk about? Who? Exactly. Um. Actually, Preston Williams. I mean, if Devontae Parker's not playing, Preston Williams, I don't want to start him. I think he's going to get the most volume because he's going to go against one of the best corners in the league. It is a guy to keep an eye on. I think that's a solid pick. What about Mike Gusecki? You could play Gusecki because, I mean, those two are going to get the biggest volumes in the pass. And Fitz, Fitzmagic can make some magic happen every so often. There we go. I like to hear it out of it. Now, any running backs? Are you just not touching this at all? Not touching the running backs. I think situation. this game is going to get away from them pretty quickly, and then the running backs are just going to get phased out fairly fast. Now, the Vikings versus the Colts. Both of them lost their games. Of course, the Vikings had a shootout against the Packers, ultimately lost. The Colts definitely a very disappointing loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It, it happens when Phillip Rivers is your quarterback. It really does. That, that's really just does. the bottom line. Um, what is your opinion on these Colts wide receivers? Uh, I would like to stay away from every single one of them. T.Y. Hilton looked All lost. of them? Yeah. I, I, T.Y. Hilton is startable, but I didn't really see him do anything against the Jacksonville. That made me feel like he's a must-start every week, but he's definitely startable because you probably invested, what was it, maybe a sixth-rounder I got him? Uh, yeah, you're you're looking at sixth, seventh-rounder for T.Y. So he's probably on your must-start list. Uh, other than that, we, the running backs are the more intriguing part of this offense. Yeah, I mean, Jonathan Taylor and, and Hines, I think you could talk about starting both of them. They're definitely startable. Yeah, so definitely I mean, uh, I'm going to disagree with the T.Y. Hilton 
honestly. I think the Vikings defense is horrendous. Those corners are not very good. I think T.Y. Hilton breaks a long one this game, um, and he has a pretty big game. Fair enough. I, all he has to do is break one tackle, and then all That's, of a sudden his fantasy stock just skyrockets. If he doesn't break the one tackle, then he does nothing. That's that's the history we've seen. And if he doesn't break that tackle, chances on, chances are he pulls a hammy in the process. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, the Vikings, we have Thielen. He broke off a thirty-point game last week. Must start. Dalvin Cook must start. Madison now. Hmm. Could you flex him? You could, but do you feel comfortable flexing? Not really. Him? Actually, I, I, I wouldn't want, mind it. I want. I want the guys who are getting the workload on a regular basis. And if you don't have that and you have a lot of injuries, Madison could be a flex spot for you for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I fully agree. You should yeah, have better I mean, options than Madison. I mean, if you point. had Marlon Mack and you had Lev Bell and they're both hurt and you had Madison on your bench, you're, you're putting Madison in before you grab somebody else. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Now, the Detroit Lions versus the uh, Packers. Now, the Lions have some fun committee going on in their running back core. I do not personally feel comfortable starting either of them, no, even though Adrian no, no, Peterson no, no, no. Stay away. pulled over a 90-yard game, yeah. So that, which is good to see. I don't know if he's going to do that every game, but we have to remember the Packers' defensive line isn't that strong. They're, they're corners. They have a decent amount of depth at corners, and they're, they're going to play it pretty well. Peterson would be the play here. I, I don't see anything else, but... I'm hoping you have better options. Really, I, I don't mind starting Peterson. I would put him in my flex spot. No issues there. Kenny Galladay, I am not expecting him to play. So a lot of people were starting Marvin Jones, yeah. hoping he would catch those lost targets. But actually, he did not. And he looked relatively disappointing compared to what everybody anticipated that, which I expect that to happen again if Kenny Galladay is not playing because Jair... Alexander will be shadowing him most of the game. Therefore, I expect another bust out of Marvin Jones this week. Yeah, he's no slouch. Yes, he's, he's a pretty good corner. I, th I think Devontae Adams is going to have a big day, big day today. Ooh. I, I just – big game when they play, obviously. Oh, yeah. I, I mean I, – that, that, Those corners – I mean, Slay's gone, obviously. It's not going to go well for them, I don't think. Fair enough. I mean – I expect Aaron Rodgers to shred any defense he is going against. I, sh I expect Devontae Adams to shred any corner he is going against. Therefore, Devontae Adams must start. Is he going to put another 30-point game, though? It's unlikely. Unlikely. Uh, uh, 20-pointer is, is definitely realistic. Uh, Aaron Jones is a start. Of course, must start. Now, uh, Jamal Williams got just as many touches as Aaron Jones. Okay. Uh, I don't want to start or flex him, but uh, he's definitely worth rostering at this point. Uh, the Falcons versus the Dallas Cowboys. I think this is going to be a great matchup. There's a lot of startable players and a lot of players being started in this game. It's going to blow up. And you know who I'm really excited about? Let's hear it. Kicker of the week. His name? His name? Is Young Ho Ko. And he's the kicker. Young Ho Ku. Young so, so I, 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 this is my favorite segment. This is my favorite <laughs> segment of all time right here. This, this, this is what I live for. This is what I dream for. Your kicker of the week. I mean, he, he's going to put up a phenomenal amount of points. It's going to be a high-scoring game. And uh, he's going to be kicking field goals all day. Kicker one. He's kicker one. Kicker one. It's not even a question. Let's not even discuss it. Do we need to even discuss anybody else on this team? Uh, realistically, no. I, I don't think so. I realistically, mean, no. You start all your studs there. You're starting Gurley. You're starting Calvin Ridley. You're starting Julio. You're starting Amari. You're starting Zeke. 
You're starting everybody. That, that one's a definitely a straightforward game where you got a player on there, you're starting them no matter what. Michael Gallup, you're still starting. Uh, there's a lot of CD Lamb looked good too. CD Lamb did uh, look good. CD Lamb did look good. There's a lot of wide receivers in this class that look really good this year. Oh yeah, this is going to be a fun year to try to depict and decipher who you're going to go at. You know what's going to be fun? Yes. Talking talking about this game and the gentleman that you love. Uh, okay, so the Giants versus the Bears. Okay, so we, last episode we wanted to talk about the Giants and more importantly Saquon Barkley. Who? 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 Exactly. So Saquon is going to be a massive disappointment this year, in my opinion. Yep. So so he is finding it. himself to have less and less reps and playing time on the field because his inability to pass protect is now become detrimental to Daniel Jones's health. I think a lot of teams are starting to find or look for better pass blocking backs because they want to prevent what happened to Alex Smith. And because of that, Saquon has, is finding himself less and less time on the field. Uh, he missed countless, not not like one or two, he missed multiple blocks against the Steelers where even the announcers were pointing out how bad Saquon's pass blocking ability was. And then towards the end of the game, we started seeing him getting phased out minor by minor by minor. And plus, because that offense isn't exactly running at all cylinders and they know it runs through Saquon, he, he, he had what? more rushes than yards against the Steelers it wasn't pretty Steelers defense is really good this year and they looked great but that offensive line for the Giants looked horrendous Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. horrible and it that's a concern long term for Saquon it is absolutely it is because if if they are not winning games there is no reason to work Saquon into the ground and then they're going to start backpedaling his carries, his playing time, and his repetition each game. Uh, I mean, the Giants are no slouch, in my opinion. I think they are a good, or not, I don't want to say a great, but they are a halfway decent football team. So uh, they're still in the rebuilding phase, and uh, I fully expect them to be going for draft picks later on. So, But the Bears? Bears is a good defense. Saquon is... It's not going to be a Steelers day. Saquon is going to get his this game. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a massive game. But he'll be more productive than six yards on the ground. Yeah, I really hope so. <laughs> I don't. And you're starting him. You draft him that high. You're starting him. Yeah, of course you're. You're gonna start you know? him, and you would be very stupid to not do it. But uh, I definitely want to point out that uh, it might be a, a difficult road for Saquon. Yeah. So my question here okay. is. Who do you feel comfortable starting at wide receiver? Is it Slayton? You start in Slayton right off the bat? Slayton is their best receiver on the team, and he is the most explosive receiver on the team. And Daniel Jones really likes Slayton. He's been targeting him heavily towards the end of last year, and now it's kicking off once again this year. Looks very comfortable with him. Oh, yeah. If if, if I'm in Dynasty, he is a top target in Dynasty. Uh, Now, for the Bears, Mm -hmm. Allen Robinson must start. Absolutely. Montgomery must start. Yeah, I mean... You're starting him. I think they're going to give him more workload. And you saw what Benny Snell did. And I think he's going to do the same thing. I think Montgomery's ready for a big game. This is an abusable defense for the Giants. I fully expect them to try to run it and run it early and run it often. Uh, Tariq Cohen, solid flex, or would you rather stay away from that? Solid flex if you really need it and you had some injury concerns, especially in a PPR platform. I think he's going to get his. It's not going to be a crazy game, but it's a nice safe floor. Fair enough. Now, let's go on. To, oh, yeah. I want to talk about one other person. Anthony Miller is somebody you need to keep an eye on this year. He he played great last year, and then he had a shoulder injury that took him out for a good amount of games. He played great week one. One touchdown, I think it was 80 yards. 
Keep an eye on him. I'm not saying start him right now. Keep him on your bench. See what he does and see if they keep targeting him. Yeah, because Allen Robinson is apparently unhappy. He might be traded. He might be re-signed. We don't know. And uh, if for whatever reason Allen Robinson cannot play, Miller is going to be yeah. a wide receiver one. I think in, in a, yeah, I think in another offense he would be he would be a wide receiver could be a wide receiver one or a wide receiver two get a lot more volume. It's just when you have Mitch Trubisky or Nick Foles back there and you're very good defense, it's going to be hard to have two viable wide receivers on that offense. Oh uh, yeah, fully agree. Now on the Washington football team versus the Arizona Cardinals, both of them coming off of nice wins. Uh, now the Washington football team in the running back core, I want to avoid everything. Yeah, I mean, you, McLaurin, you can have a conversation about talking, but Patrick Peterson is going to be on McLaurin almost all game. Yes, and right now there's no reason to double team anybody except McLaurin. I definitely see McLaurin being double teamed or bracketed almost every single snap. But, I mean, McLaurin, when you're drafting him in the fifth round, uh, he's typically given the must start tag. And at this point, you're still going to put that on there. Don't expect a lot. Yes. Don't expect a lot. Yes. Now, Hopefully he breaks a long one, but... Yeah, you're definitely hopeful of that one. The secondary is abusable in, uh, you know, for the car- uh, the Cardinals. Cardinals sorry. Uh, but I'm not sure Dwayne Haskins has that ability to do so. Now, on the Cardinals side, Fitzgerald, I'm not sure I want to start him. Hopkins must start. Kenyon Drake must start. Chase Edmonds got a handful of carries. He got a handful of targets. And Kenyon Drake didn't do that much. It's a backfield to keep an eye on, like I said earlier, and I think you agreed with me on that. It, I'm not sold on Kenyon Drake. I, I want to see what's going on there, and it looks like they want to use a little bit of Chase Edmonds. It's a good person to keep an eye on and maybe hold on your bench. Exactly. I, I would get as many shares of Chase Edmonds that I could, especially because he probably won't be that expensive to trade for. Uh, other than that, I'd probably Kyler Murray must start. He's going to get you a lot of rushing yards. Now, with the Chiefs, and the Chargers on deck. Is this going to be like another start everybody you can in this scenario? Chiefs defense is pretty good. It's not bad. I mean, Kansas City Chiefs, you obviously want to start your players. I think that conversation is over and over again. Hilaire is going to be the starter. You're, you're going to start him. Uh, I don't even really want to talk about the Chiefs because we know what we're going to do. Chargers, you're starting Eckler. He had 19 carries, only two targets for that will increase. Anthony Lynn talked about he wanted to increase and he's going to get the volume there. Joshua Kelly is a very interesting running back, though, to keep an eye on as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But Eckler is a start. He's going to get volume. I'm not concerned about Eckler at all. Mike Williams. Are you interested in starting Mike Williams? Keenan Allen, I think, is a must start. I'm still on the must start train for Keenan Allen. I know you might have uh, reservations about it. What's your opinion on those two players? Uh, I don't like starting. I mean, I don't like it, but Keenan Allen, I agree. He's must start. Okay. Mike Williams, no, I'm not dealing with him. I do not believe in Tyrod Taylor's ability to even support I, one receiver, let alone two. I'd rather not mm-hmm. uh, right now. Until they figure out that quarterback scenario, I'd rather avoid whatever receiver I could in that uh, offense. But Austin Eckler, like I said, like you said, must start, and I definitely fully agree on that one. Yeah, absolutely. This is booming game of the week. So the Ravens and the Texans. This one is an interesting game. I think it's a really good game, and this is why this is the game of the week. I mean, we have a lot of question marks on the field for both teams, whether that's running back, receiving core, quarterback, 
and defense and all that good stuff. So I wanted to put this as the game of the week, or should I say, we wanted to put this. Sorry, sure. I'll give you some credit. Oh, thank you. So, yeah. so you're such a gentleman. You thank see you. how nice he is? Thank you. Thank oh, you. Thank you. God. So, so right now we got the running back scenario for the Ravens. We talked about it, mm-hmm. and we want to avoid both of them. Now, what about the receiving core? Uh, Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown is my guy, and then Mark Andrews. He's a star. I, I, I said it in the beginning of the year. He's going to get a lot of red zone targets. I, I think he's going to have a massive year. He could push his way up to maybe tight end one. Maybe I'm just overhyped on it. Maybe I'm so overhyped on him anyways, but I think he is going to be massive this year, and I'm starting both of those comfortably. And obviously, Lamar Jackson. Of course, yes. Now, Mark Andrews, he is a great elite tight end, and he's going to be talked about next year as one of the top three being drafted in the first three rounds. I really like him a lot. Now, on the Texan side of the ball, David Johnson earned must-start category? Yes, 100%. Duke Johnson is not playing in this game. Ooh. That's already been announced. That's a big That's a big upgrade for him. Uh, Duke Johnson is going to try to take that receiving out of, the, out of there. They're going to use David Johnson like it's going out of style this game, I think. And he could have... A very big game. Feel very comfortable starting him. Yes, but now this is the Ravens defense. It is a good defense. It is. It it is a good defense. But volume is key in fantasy football. And if Duke Johnson's out, who who's going to be the running back other than David Johnson? As long as David Johnson's healthy, they're just going to feed him up, baby. Feed him up. Fully agree. Now, Will Fuller last week was my star is born. I am definitely going to put him in the must start category, and I'm locking and loaded him in his wide receiver two spot. Now, anybody else that you feel comfortable going? No, I mean, Brandon Cooks, you got to wait and see. I'm not starting and don't feel comfortable with it. Fuller is is the guy, and he... I mean, do you really feel comfortable starting Deshaun Watson, maybe? Or he just looks not, so bad. Not against the Ravens. Yes, I feel comfortable starting Deshaun Watson, just not yet. I want to see a little bit more. I want to see him knock off some rust. I want to see the offensive line get it together, and I want to see his receivers get it together. So, Ben Roethlisberger or Deshaun Watson? Roethlisberger. I like it. That's that's what I would do as well. I mean, think about it. Uh, Roethlisberger had more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley. He, so, so you're saying he's a running threat. Lamar Jackson, huh. watch out. Watch dual out. Threat, dual threat of the homie Roethlisberger. I think the beard gives him powers. You think the aerodynamics. Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic has oh. a massive beard. Ben Roethlisberger, beard. You're ran off, ran better than Saquon. I, I think I'm on to something. You're on to something. Aerodynamics of the beard. I like it. I like it a lot. Now, the Patriots versus the Seahawks. This is a great Sunday night game. Oh, this, this is, is going to be This is going to be good. Sunday yeah. night game. Now, the Patriots, elite defense, while the Seahawks, they want to go air it out. Yeah, Russell Wilson said they want. He he told them they wanted to change their scheme. And they want to throw the ball, and they are doing that. It's going to be a really good game. Oh, I'm excited because because the Patriots have the, they have the best secondary in football. While the Seahawks, they have a up and coming, very good wide receiving core. I putting Tyler Lockett. He is definitely in the must start. DK Metcalf definitely must start. Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde. He's flexible. Chris Carson will start. And then that offense is going to be good. I mean, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson had more touchdowns than incompletions last week. He was 32 for 35, I believe, with but three incompletions. He had four touchdowns. Uh, that is a fantastic stat line to go over. Now, on the Patriots side, let's hear it. Cam Newton, I'm, I'm not going to start. Not yet. I'm not going to start. Yes, he had a good game one. Seahawks defense is no slouch. You know, 
How do you feel about the running back situation there? Do you want to start anybody? On the Patriots side? Yes. No. James I, White. James White is startable. So James, startable. As a PPR option? Yes. Um, Nikhil Harry or Julian Edelman, do you want to start any of them? Julian Edelman, Julian Edelman got a fair amount of volume yep. last game, and he had, I believe, 85 yards. I would not mind it. I think it's a solid start. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed in Nikhil Harry. I, I want to see more. Hopefully we see it in this game. But... We'll, we'll wait and see. I definitely agree there. We're definitely going to take the wait and see approach. Now, should we talk about Monday night or are we going to save Let's leave it. You want to leave it? Let's save it. Let's save I it. Think, we, you know, I think we did a lot, a lot of stuff to, for them to digest. Oh, yeah, of course. And we'll, we'll, we'll give them a little teaser later. A little teaser. We definitely have our Sunday episode after the game, so be ready for that one where we break down Monday night. And we also give our reactions on what happened early that day. So remember, guys. To subscribe to the channel, uh, whatever it's YouTube or whatever podcasting platform we are on, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Android, Stitcher, all that good stuff. We're on we are nine on different platforms. We're on nine different. So hopefully you guys can follow and subscribe on one of them. Of course, our YouTube channel right here, uh, tttfantasyfootball.com. Whether you guys want to see our beautiful faces or leave a comment on question on who you want to start and sit. We will definitely answer those as we get them. Awesome. So good luck, everybody. Have a good week. See you next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 